0: Hey, this is Basil Jackson of the Calgary Stampeders, and you're listening to MTMB Sports. Keep it locked.
1: What? what? Hold on, nothing. I'm not doing them glasses and them pigtails on top. I'm not doing it today. I'm not.
2: What, what are you talking about, man? This man said bro, pigtails. I,
1: I'm, I'm
2: looking fancy.
0: Nope. Looking nope. like a Florida State bum right now, bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: hey, hey, Florida man, state, everybody um. can't have the juice. So,
2: y'all ain't, uh, y'all ain't
0: got no juice. Didn't y'all just lose to everybody last year?
2: <laughs> hey, man, it's cool, man. But remember who run college football? Us, um,
0: but y'all, y'all I, not even the best in y'all state. See,
2: you see the shine, right? You
1: see the shine, right? <laughs> that's the sun, it's not you, that's the sun. <laughs> I'm talking about don't take, don't take the, don't take hey, the
0: That
1: was a perfectly
0: timed freeze too. frozen <laughs> that position. That was perfect. No, he can he don't know what he's doing. This technology helped him out right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of those glasses. Oh
0: man. West side, man. Come on. Don't do that. And dog. The, don't do that. The,
1: the pigtail dread the top. The alfalfa look. I don't, I'm not even sure. If you're going to go with that, that's awesome. God bless you. Daddy let me loose. they gotta move, bitchin' put the burner, baby, I got the juice, they hatin' on my team,
2: cause we the truth, won't he do, and we the proof, we gon' take the way, way
1: To hold me down, but you know me now. Look at God. I done came up. They were looking for the sauce. I was cooking for the boss. Now I'm A1. What's going on, family man? This is your boy Miles Austin, and this is Heart in the Paint Podcast here on MTMV Sports. I got my boy Connie. I got my boy Jay. All the way. Wait, he said you said you live in Indianapolis, but you are in a different place today, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it. We just, just had to get out of town, right? So 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 where are you? Where are you coming from, Mr. Jay Stevens today?
0: Bowling Green, Kentucky. You're probably hey. like, "Why are you there?" It's just a random spot on the map. I said I want to get away. Too much has gone on this yeah. year, so this was a landing spot for the weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm not mad at that. You're pretty close to Indianapolis too. I, I was, I was born in Louisville, Kentucky, so I, I know okay. a little bit about the area. How close, uh, you know, Lexington and Indiana and Indianapolis, everything like that. So we figured out, man, you, you're not bad. I don't know if I would have chose Kentucky to get away from stuff, but you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm yeah, to say so, so far, bro. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I'm mad at that the, all, I went to prep
2: school in Kentucky.
1: Oh, so you know. You know a little bit. So, kind of, speaking of that, Connie, how prep are you feeling? Kentucky. So, well, yeah. Connie, what's going on down there in Florida, brother? That's it's
2: it? Sonny. <laughs> bro. honestly, so I went to go get a pork chop sandwich, guys. Let me tell you this story. I went going to get a pork chop sandwich from a chicken place.
1: Say it one more time. And what the pork that chop... chop what is a
2: Maryland's a pole chop? what did you say? Poke chop, poke chop. Polk. You know what I'm talking about. Poke so chop. No, so no you yeah, sound like you say. live
0: living in, in Louisiana right now. saying it like that. I ain't got, I ain't got a problem with it don't like, don't sound like you live in Florida. More like Louisiana,
1: yeah. Mississippi so no,
2: type slang. No R. There's no R
1: in that <laughs> word when you say it. This it, right? is a pork <laughs> chop. You get, you get
2: a pork chop sandwich, you know you like what I mean? You should be sitting
1: at that table in the Oh, in the country stuff, bro. Country, man. <laughs> you, should, you should be sitting at that table in the scene in life. It's, Do you want your cone break? No, I want my <laughs> pork chop. I want my pork chop. I want your
2: pork chop? <laughs> no, nah, but for real though, man. I go by Florida A&M, man. They are booming right now, man. They got new dorms put up. Nice. Um, we're talking, we're talking swag talk over there, man. I mean, it's it's it's, it's crazy over there, man. Yeah, but yeah, man, I got a pork chop sandwich from a chicken place, man, and pork chop sandwich messed up, so I'm well, I'm I upset think, right now.
1: I think the error in your ways was getting a pork chop sandwich from a chicken place. I, I think that might be. Like, I think I the think error in your ways was stated in your in your title there. You know, but, yeah, I mean, it, was, it was an error. Whatever. I mean, you know, it is what it is. You, you know not to go back and you know, just get chicken from that place. Yeah.
2: Right? You know where I, you know I want to get chicken from? What? Kentucky. Fried. <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness. <laughs> I'm okay with the lemon herbs and spices. I'm so straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so straight on it. Well, look, man, we already know the NBA is back. The targeting date is July 30th for these guys to come back in this uh, 22 team format that they're doing with eight regular season games, winning into the playoffs. Uh, the five teams from the West, one team from the East. If you were within six six wins of uh, six wins or losses uh, from the eighth spot or the eighth seed in the West or the East, you you got to be including those eight regular season games. We've previously talked about this. We talked about it last week um now we're getting into the meat of it because now the players are responding to what this july 30th nba season coming back is going to mean we have people who are voicing concerns over uh covet 19 uh security um uh injuries uh things of things of that nature where um people are just kind of voicing your opinions i know we were talking pre-show jay and you were basically saying like we we get to analyze the nba we get to analyze these people's decisions and but this is really being able to hear from the players themselves, which is absolutely awesome. So I am I am absolutely amazed at the conversation that was had yesterday. And for those who are not privy to the, the information or, ha- or haven't seen it yet, um, there was an 80 80 player um, call yesterday where um, NBA players, WN players basically got on to voice their concerns about the NBA coming back, whether it be in Florida, where it be, um, would it, it, whether it be concerns over the over the the pandemic that we're in social reform um the, the state of the uh, of the united states of america right now where we are and police brutality and things of that nature systematic racism things that are trying to be talked about right now one of the biggest voices in that conversation was Kyrie irvin but reportedly saying i'm willing to give up everything for social reform now i already have my opinion i'm gonna give that but uh connie i'm gonna start with you because i know jay is a. Uh, chomping at the bit to go at this. <laughs> but Connie, I'm gonna start with you. When you hear something like that, one of the stars of our game now, I want to note out that he is not playing in this in this tournament. He's going down to support his team. After the surgery, he's he is out for the season, as well as as well as Kevin Durant. So the Nets, um, I won't see won't be relevant, but I um they're going to be down there. But Kyrie Irvin isn't one of the players playing. So it is speaking from a position of I won't be on the court, however, you know He doesn't support it going into Orlando. He said with the systematic racism and the BS, something smells a little fishy. Now, I'm not sure how to take that, but um, I'd love to hear your opinion on it and see. I mean, when you hear willing to give up everything and it smells a little fishy, like what's your first thought? What's your first reaction to hearing something like that? Well,
2: you know, I'm I'm cool with it. Uh, First off, I'm I'm thinking, you know, it's time for us to give up and let go of like we, we are such a brand as I guess that's the athlete itself. Like we, we have so much power, and we don't know how much power we have when it when it comes down to these big corporate organizations with the with the with the name titles and all that. We can go literally take all the players out of the NBA and start our league. But for the fact, for I'm trying to figure out why he, he thinks something smells fishy, and then yeah. this whole entire reformer will give up everything. My big issue with him is that, bro, you're not even—you're not even gonna play. You're not playing right now. Uh, I don't know if you're trying to stir up something. I don't—I don't know if you're trying to get your your feet wet or something. Yeah. Some I don't know. And then you saying something seems fishy. Like what seems fishy? I mean, you're going to Orlando to play pickup basketball, pretty much, because kids—because so, kids around the world, men around the world, women around the world wants to—they really want to watch. Basketball come back, yeah, and I mean, sure. we missed out on we missed out on the doggone playoffs and a doggone finals that would have been done by now. Yeah, but you know, you think that something smells fishy? I, I mean, I understand, I understand where your stance is as far as you know, with the systematic racism and all that other stuff. We got to keep in mind, like, yo, bro, bro, we're we're moving past, we're moving past all of this right now. You yeah. know what I mean? We're we're making we're making steps, and keep in mind, the NBA has been the most Progressive in any of the doggone major sports. Yeah, when I it comes that. to the little police, police uh, reform, racist owners, yeah. bro. The NFL they still got all their racist owners. Yeah. They they like yo, you can't do certain things, but they trying to be hip, be hip hop. They go they go and get a they go and get a Jay Z and say hey uh, Jay Z, You know what I mean? And like all all in all, what I'm saying is uh, I respect
1: that move though. I will say that. I do respect the move. If they need help, it's like, I all right, we, we don't see it the way everybody else sees it. But obviously, there's a problem. Who do we bring in? And I'm guessing True. Jay-Z's name popped up. So, I respect the move. You know, late in the game, but I respect it. Yeah, but, like,
2: you know, you you, you know why you're doing it. You know why you're doing <laughs> it. Cause you know, you're like, hey, I mean, you're
1: 90, <laughs> 93% of the league is black. black. So You, you have yeah, to do so. something. You can't not yeah. do something. You know, so, you know. And it is what I, make- I definitely respect Adam for the way he's he's making moves and the way he's been uh, open to that over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So so yeah, man. So but all in all, I think that uh I, I honestly think that you know, Kyrie, Kyrie, Ky- and keep in mind, Kyrie is already like a conspiracy theorist. Even though me and him both think that the Earth is flat. Don't no at me. <laughs> but uh get him, off. I, I, I don't know. Miles. I just think that I just think that he's What you he... said?
1: Huh? I I don't I didn't I didn't want you to keep oh,
0: going. Get him, off.
1: I didn't want you to keep going after you said that. You don't really believe that, do you? <laughs> you don't. Right? That was kind of like just a, like a like a sound bite, like a Oh, I just what? want people to watch the show. Hey. So I'm going to say the earth's flat. Like you got No, <laughs> You're not. Really. You gotta say that
0: on a huddle up, bro. I'm gonna. We gonna I can't be the up, yeah, you gonna, gotta I can say that on a huddle up. I can say that with y'all, but I cannot say that on a huddle
2: up. Go, oh, we're gonna go. Hey. off <laughs> you if you say that on a huddle up. You already know. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna gloss over it like it didn't happen. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm going to oh, eradicate man. it from my from my memory. We won't ever speak about it again.
2: The thing is, I got. Know. I think I got scripture to back this one up. But anyway, oh,
0: so. so
1: um, oh no no no! You you are not going to bring the Bible into this to support your theory. You stop it right now. I'm right so stop!
0: I, I can't even say it but
1: laugh. All I can do, get it, it. boss. Because I can't stop say nothing it. right now. <laughs> hey, that man hey, said, but, uh, the uh, uh, back me up." I I will not.
2: I won't, bro. All, I won't all in all, it, all in all, I don't. Uh, all in all, I don't know. I really, I really, I really think Kyrie. I really think Kyrie is. Uh, is trying to trying to just be part of something right now, yeah. um, and you know it's, it's cool. You know we all want to we all want to continue to bring the message forward. Like hey, we, we, you know we want we want to be in a good place with, with police reform. We want to be yeah. in a good place with definitely, racism. Definitely. We want to be in a good place in, in, I our, in our country. So I, I, I get what you're saying, but uh, as far as saying there's something fishy going on, like. I mean yeah. it's not, I mean y'all y'all on the most progressive league man. Yeah. I think go ahead and play it. I'm not saying shut up and dribble. You know yeah. What I'm saying is just go yeah, out yeah. and play it, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got fans out here that want to see you, you know what I mean? And you know let let let, let 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 the ball keep
1: going, man. Yeah. But does does he have a point at all he, with with his with his with his, with his statement? No. Will, I'm willing to give up everything. No. I don't support going into Orlando. He has a point willing to give up everything. But but even still, yeah, willing I, to give up everything I, I, I don't even player. know if that's even a thing willing to give up everything for social reform. If anything, you play, you, you get paid millions of dollars to play in front of millions mm-hmm. of people. Now, if that is not a stage of all stages, and you're in a league with a commissioner who supports speaking out against these uh, against these uh, these issues. Like i'm I'm trying to understand where he's coming from. You're willing to give up everything for social reform, okay? So, are you willing to give up the million, the millions of of dollars that you make, the contract that you're supposed to to make? Thirty-three million next year, like that's fine. If you want to give that up, that's awesome. But I don't understand it when you're part of a league who has a commissioner who supports you speaking out, doesn't give any, doesn't give. And this is different. We talked about this earlier. It's different from the NFL where we watched somebody like Colin Kaepernick take a knee and do a peaceful protest and got blackballed by the NFL for years. Literally, and, and if he's mm-hmm. saying I'm willing to give up everything, cool. Colin Kaepernick w- was willing to give up everything, and he did. And the first name is he, thing he did. He sacrificed that check. Is four years later. Are you willing to sacrifice four years of your life to make sure? Now I'm not. I kind of I'm. I would say that Colin definitely was not in the space of saying when I do this, I am going to get a platform, get a stage, get a lot of attention, and I'm probably going to lose my job and never, and not be able to come back into the league. I keep in think mind, he, I Colin Kaepernick was
2: on track to get like forty-two mil over the next two years.
1: I mean, Colin mil. was definitely in there. I mean, he had yeah, he, he had a Super great. Bowl appearance. The, the next year, he was in the uh, in the conference championship. I think he lost the mm-hmm. game to go to the Super Bowl the following year. So, I, I'm okay with you saying I'm willing to give up everything for social reform. But my, my issue is, you're on a platform perfect to speak about social reform. Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. was not, and that's why we're seeing mm. four years later he still doesn't have a job in the NFL. He's just now being talked about it because the NFL has condemned racism and the systematic abuse right. of it. Right. So, I, I mean, I, I get it. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, you have a platform. where You could do it and speak to people. And the tournament in Orlando, millions of people are going to watch. Take a stand mm-hmm. there. I think that's. Great. I think that's, that's all
2: eyes is on your league right now.
1: Facts. Like oh. Yeah, go ahead. But yeah, but Jay, I I apologize. I the, the whole willing to give up everything statement just kinda of threw me off. <laughs> Where are you at on not only not only Kyrie's comments, but uh people uh like Carmelo Anthony who are saying he, we just want to know all the information before we go hundred percent in. Dwight Howard saying Wait, um, it's gonna be a well, on one more thing I'm
2: sorry I'm sorry, don't mean to cut anybody right. off. Don't mean to cut anybody mm-hmm. off. But you but are. Carmelo, but- bro. Sorry. But look, look, Carmelo Shut up. What? Shut up. Shut up. The Blazers bro, have a real –
0: the Blazers are a
2: good team. What do you mean? No, I'm not talking about how the good team – like, Carmelo, you, you need all the playing time you get, bro. Yeah. Shut
1: up. But, but Carmelo, is Shut basically, up. Carmelo is basically saying, I just want all the information. Dwight Howard has coming. out – You and got and said, all the information. What
2: you talking about? They
1: are, they're not. And, and what, what Carmelo was saying, that they don't have a lot of, of the information. They know they're going to be playing in Florida. It's 22 teams, eight regular season games going to the playoffs and trying to see who's going to get in for those five teams in the West and one in the East. That's, all, that's all they know. They don't know, the, you know how it's going to be played, where we can stay at, the testing, all that stuff. And he just wants to know. But another player like Dwight Howard is saying it'll be a distraction from the issues the country is facing and that they need to unify and use this moment to promote change. Now, that's fine with me, right? But, again, you're on a platform who's going to be playing in front of millions of people. Who has a commissioner who supports you speaking out i don't think there can be a better situation for somebody who wants to take a stand like colin kaepernick right like Kyrie, Kyrie willing to give up everything that's awesome bro carmelo i don't have all the information that's great the white howard there's distractions from the uh the issues in the country that we're facing i don't think it's a distraction i, I if anything i would love to see black people smiling and i think i'm yeah. gonna see that when the nba plays not, not only from the fans, but the players, the coaches, and everybody involved. I'm just on a different side of it. Obviously, as a Laker fan, I'm with Dwight Howard. Um, I just We just don't agree on that. But I definitely would love to hear, uh, like Jay, we talked about, is the players' perspective on it. So I yeah. love hearing this and seeing what it is. Uh, I, I will say this. So the unifying thing that they have said is, this is how I feel, but I'm going to go with what the NBA decides to do, and I'm going to be with my brothers. Whatever we decide as a whole, NBA Players Association – and everybody within, we're going to do that, and we're going to support it. Now, Jay, I'm sure you've been chopping at a bit. I'm, I'm going to give you your time and your piece. How do you feel about these comments from the numer- the numerous um, players and stars in the NBA? Okay, so I'm
0: going to do a little math for you here real quick and then talk yes, about the vice presidents that were there and then give my thoughts because i got to kind of build up to where I'm going with this. All right. So let's just go with 80 players that were there, not speculate anything else, yeah. 80 players that were there, 15 players on the throw, 15 active players that can dress on um, 30 teams in the NBA. That's 450 players. So 80 out of 450. That's 17.7%. Let's round up a little bit. That's 20, almost 20% of the league was yeah. on this call, which is a significant portion of the league. Yeah. So some people may be wondering that's that's big, that's huge. They're coming together to talk about what's going on, and then somebody is probably wondering why in the world was Kyrie at this meeting. Well, Kyrie was voted amongst his peers to be one of the six vice presidents of the NBA Players Association. The okay. six the six vice presidents, Andre Iguodala, Bismack Biambo, Jalen Brown, Mac, Malcolm Brogdon, CJ McCollum, and then Kyrie Irving. So he was voted amongst his peers. No matter how us, the fans, or even analysts view Kyrie, his peers voted him to this position. that He saw fit that with his position with the player Association, that it was right for him to speak up in this manner. We have seen Malcolm Brogdon. We have seen Jalen Brown. We have seen Mark Cuban. We have seen other people in the NBA family speak up in their communities and go ahead and let their voice be heard in their own particular way. Uh, Mark Cuban was out, there, was out there marching one weekend. Malcolm Brogdon was speaking. Uh, I think I think it was a Westside maybe mentioned Jalen Brown had uh, – was it Jalen Brown that drove 15 hours from Boston? That was um, down to Atlanta. Atlanta.
1: That was Jalen. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: okay. Okay. So they're all doing their part, but a different way. And at this time, take everything away from what you think about Kyrie from this previous parts of his life. He felt like he had a a logical reason to voice concern with the current setup, and a lot of his concern makes sense. Why is it that we're going to Orlando? Why is it that there's a bubble? Why? What? What's the proper protocol? Now, in my mind, I'm going to tell you how I view this situation. Kyrie speaking up, yeah, a lot of stuff he made he said made sense. But if we go back to March, the two spots to be the focal point of the return was either Vegas, Miles, or Orlando. Yeah. This was before the George Floyd. This was before the Ahmad Aubrey video came out, or even Brianna Taylor. So they were already thinking Orlando bubble or Vegas. And if it's Vegas and Orlando, we'll split them up and then meet somewhere for the finals. So that was kind of already in play. Yeah. I don't understand Kyrie's asking, why is the bubble being a thing? Why are we going to Orlando when it was always a thing? Maybe he was not thinking there, but yeah. I think a lot of his concerns make a lot of sense. The one reason I think the, if there weren't jobs there, not just like the millionaires or the people that work for ESPN or TNT, but I'm talking about sure. the photographers, some of those freelance journalists that this is how they make their money, or even some of those uh, uh, videographers, if those jobs weren't tied to sports, I would say, hey, man, I understand if you guys don't come back because y'all don't need the money. I understand yeah. it's entertainment for us, and we love watching it. But ultimately, there's stuff bigger going on. Oh, for but sure. Kyrie Irving, if you're going to say, I wanted to give up, give it all up, to help to make a change. I don't think he understands that thought process or that type of idea. Colin yeah. Kaepernick didn't ask for it, it just happened. Yeah. Now, granted, he got money from Nike, other sponsorships. You can say all oh, that stuff financially was fine. Yeah. But the one thing he wanted to do was play football in the National Football League, and that was taken from him. Yeah. He didn't he didn't say I'm willing to do it. He showed it with his actions. Kyrie Irving, I don't think he's ready for that type of position. I don't know if Kyrie can handle the aspect of not playing basketball. We see yeah. how he is when he's playing basketball. Yeah. I don't know if Kyrie is able to mentally be able to handle that type of scrutiny. Yeah. And honestly, Miles and Westside, I think Kyrie has been on a stage. What is he, 27, 28, 29 years old? Yeah. He's had a lot on his plate. played, what 10 other games at Duke and then jumped right to the NBA. So at a young age, he already had he was already on the spotlight. High school, college, pro He's been there. And some guys, they have the talent, but mentally they just can't handle it. And they can't yeah. handle yeah. The, the spotlight and everyone looking at them and everyone asking what's going on he with isn't, them. He doesn't like it. But, but see, Miles, right now he's asking for it. Yeah, not, for sure. not, with call, not with calling the meeting. No, calling the I meeting agree. is good, and those concerns are good, but also with calling the concerns. Y'all should have known about those concerns before y'all agreed upon this format to move forward and start the league July 30th. I'm getting a lot of, a lot of thoughts off because this – I'm confused with Kyrie, but I oh, personally sure. I personally don't think Kyrie is ready for what's to come if, let's say, December he's scheduled to come back to play and then he's like, I'm not going to play. Yeah. I, I feel like stepping back from basketball and then tackling the social injustice and the, and the systematic racism that's been going on in our country forever, I don't personally think he's ready for that. I hope yeah. he proves me wrong. Because if he's ready, if he, if he's like, yeah, I want to go ahead and back away. I want to go ahead and uh, and take this platform that's been that I've basically been blessed with through the talent that I've been blessed with For to sure. go ahead and make a distant, make a make a difference. Excuse me. Then so be it. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think Kyrie. I think the new Dwight Howard. Maybe I know Carmelo, LeBron, D Wade, and Chris Paul. They are at the ESPYS and they had their. They're saying in their speech where they were all lined up in black black tuxedos and they all were in, in unison talking about what's going on in our country yeah. and this was a boiling point. I understand why LeBron wasn't there and I understand why LeBron wants to play because LeBron has a platform and he's making a difference while playing. Maybe Kyrie mm-hmm. feels like this is his way to make a difference. I personally don't think Kyrie's ready for it, right. but I really really hope he proves me wrong. Yeah, I, I, I'm just curious to see what's to happen. What's what's to come. Are we going to find players that don't show up? Are we going to find that there aren't enough players to even play a regular game? Or are there players that have to somewhat, say, come from overseas that weren't in the NBA before, but we need y'all to come to finish this season. Let's get y'all the NBA contract to come in and play. We got the money for y'all. What's to come? The yeah. NBA Player Association should have had this butt up before they move forward with the with the current format. But, I man, mean. I'm so glad y'all brought us some concerns. I've had these concerns. I know some of y'all may have had the concerns because a yeah. lot of this, honestly, doesn't make much sense.
1: I agree. I, I think. I think I would say that. I, I think mentally, Kyrie is prepared for that because that's that's where he's been at. I don't think that he's prepared for not playing basketball. Okay. okay. I think. Okay. I think that would be from, from where I'm at and where I'm sitting. But from I've seen documentaries on Kyrie and past, and he's been on on different types of shows. It's always basketball. It's always basketball. I think mentally he'd be prepared for the spotlight and seeing that and trying to play that Colin Kaepernick role. However, I don't believe he'd be – now, he wouldn't be blackballed like Colin Kaepernick. No. However, I don't think if he's going to sit out, then he would be ready to not play basketball when he's able to. You know what I'm saying? It's different when you're injured and you can't do it and you got to rehab. But when you deliberately made a choice and say, I'm not playing basketball, you know you got to be ready for that especially when it's the one thing that you love to do and have done for years, you've excelled at it and made millions of dollars doing it. So, I mean, I, I definitely understand that. I mean, besides those concerns, is there anything else that would, you think would be brought to the surface when people have this conversation rather than, I mean, because the conversation isn't really pertaining to COVID, honestly, like it's not, I mean, obviously we're still in that and we're still dealing with it, but a lot of the concerns that we've heard, um, have been social reform, uh, distraction from what's going on in America. Um, some people have talked about the, heath- the health issues, but COVID isn't being brought up as much as we thought it would be. No, maybe two months ago when no. we were all dealing with it before. And obviously, the George, the, the death of George Floyd has, has heavily influenced a lot of people's movements to things around the country, taking down Confederate statues, uh, NASCAR. Uh, just ban the the the, uh, the Confederate flag from their races, uh, which I think was an absolute flag. great move. But I definitely think this feels different than years ago when you talk about the um, Mike Brown and Trayvon Martin and Tamir Rice. We all knew those were horrible and tragedies, but it didn't it didn't bring the country together the way that. George Floyd is right now. And and I, and I may be wrong. You, you can correct me if I am. But I feel like this is just a little bit different than what we've seen in the past couple of years where companies are coming out. Um, heads of companies are resigning and being fired and let go and contracts are being lost. Confederate statues are coming down. NASCAR comes out and bans the Confederate flag. Um, I, and I will shout out, shout out to uh, the Premier League. When they come back, I believe the first 10 to 15 games of the season, they're going to have uh, Black Lives Matter on their jerseys, like little things oh, wow. like that. You just we yeah. haven't seen in a while. This one does definitely feel different. But does does that from the NBA coming back, does that distract us from what's going on in America? Or do you believe that the, the NBA um, and the NBA players who will be in, the, in this this 22 team uh, tournament as we go back into the playoffs? will bring awareness to it. We have seen it with "I Can't Breathe." We've seen it with the, uh, the Clippers when Donald Sterling was got fired and they, all, all those uh, racist comments came out. They threw all the jerseys in the middle to support that. We've seen it, and the NBA is gonna do it. Do we believe that this is really gonna be a distraction from um, from what's going on in America? Well, we'll be you on going. Sorry,
2: no, because uh, the, the other thing that kind of seemed fishy to me with this whole entire ordeal. Um, they on a call and they know it all go well. This is not <clears throat> excuse me. This is probably not about the reform thing to be honest with you. And and I may I may be talking the term. Please forgive me. I don't want to get canceled. Like um, but I think this is more so too about like oh I want to have my freedom to like move around. I don't want to yeah. go to Orlando and be restricted in one spot. Um, that that's something that that's something that uh that's something that they've been talking about all week on on uh, ESPN. Like yeah. they don't want to go here and be stuck in one area. Or oh, I yeah. can't see my kids, my girlfriend, and all the other stuff. That's
1: what I think. You know, what I'm saying fifty days. I think everything will be done uh within those forty five to fifty days. So if you're talking about a month and a half of uh, being away from your family, or however what you know the restrictions are, what they're going to do down there for COVID and everything, um it's a it's a decision. It's a hard decision to make to be away yeah. from your family for fifty days, knowing that you could well, you're a millionaire and you can make move the way you you can move any way you want to. So right, I, I feel you.
2: And 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 then and again, let me and, and let me let me be totally honest. Now we don't talk about these truck drivers being on the road for months. My aunt my aunt right now, she is uh, she's filing for disability right now because mm-hmm. she had to retire early. So okay. um so but her husband is on, on the road trucking right now. And, you know, he's on the road trucking. At, and, and I'm talking about he's going to be on the road for, for like, at least almost half the year yeah. on the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trucking for a company in, in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. You know, she lives in Texas. You know what I mean? I mean, pole opposite. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's going to be traveling. He's, trying, he's traveling northeast, you know, doing his company. Yeah. Job, but right now he's, he's half a year this way. So, when you're telling me that you can't spend, you know, a month and a half away from your families, and you know, you got, you got men out here trying to make sure their families eat, so they got to spend more than half, or what you know. And I hate to play this card, but you got soldiers that got to take care of their people. And sure, they're going for almost for half sure. a freaking year, bro. Yeah. It's a month and a half. You're not you're not losing your life. You're not on a dangerous road, bro. You're playing basketball for a month and a half. I, I, again, this is not shut up and dribble. This is just letting you know, like y'all y'all kind of y'all kind of making this a little bit a little bit harder than what it needs to be. And you know, what I mean? I understand right, you right. want to be away from your kids. I know some of y'all got kids that y'all want to make sure y'all you know you don't you don't want everybody around your children. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand sure. that. I. I, I totally understand that cuz i don't want nobody around my niece or nephew not just anybody yeah, so yeah. um so like but at the same time you know you got mothers at home you know cousins you know what i'm saying like people that you trust or whatever now if you if you want if you want to make it a thing y'all got enough money to make it a, a month long vacation or two month vacation for your kids to come hey hey disney's around the corner it's not going to be open but you know you going to be in Orlando yeah. Hey, you're gonna get catered to. You know, there's yeah. there's things that you can do there in Orlando with your
1: family. Yeah. Still there? So I mean, I'm like
2: I said, it's, it's basketball. Play basketball. Yeah. For a month.
1: Yeah, I mean, I but I also I also want to point out the we spent the last three months together. Like and I think I think that can play into I don't want to leave my family. I, we've been together for the past three months, and usually this is the off season. And maybe I'm training, or maybe I'm doing this. With the COVID stuff, um, has basically put us in that bubble. And the last three months, we've been together as a family, so I, I can understand both sides. But Jay, how you feeling?
0: I'm kind of with. Uh, I understand everything Westside saying. It's kind of reminding me. I got a thought about what could come in a second. Miles. But what he was saying about how it's not shut up and dribble, but your lives are so much easier than, the, than most um, most human beings, not just Americans, most people in the world. Yeah. That I do understand it, it, it's, that reminds me of the baseball negotiations, how baseball players, the, the union, and then also the owners can't get on the same page, prorated salary, how many games are we going to play, yeah. and they just can't get it all together. Guys, you – I can see if it's if it's minor leagues or I understand it because a lot of those guys are not making good money at all. They're literally playing for the love of the game. But if you're at the major leagues and most major league baseball players are making a lot of money, why why complain about it? I understand you want you want yours and the owners want theirs, but y'all don't. You guys are so out of touch with reality. You say, "Oh yeah, we understand people have lost their jobs. Over forty million people have lost their jobs, and y'all over here complaining about a prorated salary." We are still going to make multi-million dollars anyway this year. Basketball players. Okay, cool. I, I don't like the idea of a bubble. I personally don't. Yeah. But at the same time, if the bubble is the problem, you should have spoke up about that in March.
1: Not mm. after
0: it's already agreed upon to play there. So mm. I am I, I'm I'm 100% with him. But what could come – and actually, I was thinking about this earlier. It's kind of interesting you brought this up. 2014 maybe was a Donald Sterling issue – and how he got put on front street by that girl, and how everybody started talking about how he was racist. And, yes, the girlfriend, being <laughs> or um, just one of his side women, or I don't know what the whole deal was. <laughs> but yeah. um, and how all that went down, we had players come out and, and speak up against him, but they didn't have that. They didn't do that before. I am very now. I will also say I am not a person. I don't care if a company makes a statement about what's going on. I don't care if an owner makes a statement. I don't care. People get on Jerry Jones for not making a statement. Me personally, I don't care because um, I care more about your actions and your words. It's just how I personally yeah. view everything. But I am very, very curious if there's another owner or who the other owner is that could possibly come out and be exposed for being racist, because this is the moment. That everything it's in your closet, trapped in a closet from R. Kelly, when everything just happened to come out.
1: I don't know why I use that reference but it just
0: worked. We're trapped in the saw, closet, face.
1: Rubber. Rubber. That, that, that whole thing went on too long, bro. Yeah, it's Way
0: like 20, 30-some th- episodes. Too many. Yes. But too you know many. what I'm talking about, though? You got People yeah. have skeletons or things trapped in their closet yeah. that right now, this is that time period. That you're going to get exposed. And we, you and I, all three of us, may have people that we know, either black or white, it don't matter, Hispanic, Asian, I don't care the color. That yeah. right now, their racist mentality, either black versus white or, or white versus black, don't really matter. Mainly white versus black for what's going on in our country, but it, you can be mm-hmm. racist around mm-hmm. any color. But. Mm-hmm. Things are being exposed via social media because those people are putting they're getting they're getting a keyboard happy and start putting things out there, and all of a sudden <laughs> they get exposed. So I'm very, very hopefully nobody else is out there that's racist, but I'm very curious what owner—not just NBA, but NFL, NHL, MLB, whatever owner it is—that yeah. may get exposed at this point in time Definitely. for being racist. I I hope it doesn't happen, but if it does, this would be the perfect time. Adam Silver do the same thing that he did to Donald Sterling. Once Donald Sterling got put on front street, get him up out
1: the paint. Facts. And I'm okay with that. Adam's always been that that, that progressive commissioner mm-hmm. who's making sure that players have the opportunity to speak out, um, that if anything, there's something that's problematic happening within the league. It's let's deal with it now and figure it out so we don't have to deal with it down the road. I I, I liked his handling of the, uh, the China situation with yeah. uh, Daryl Morey and his comment. Um, obviously the, the Donald Sterling thing, the, the progressive decisions he's made to get this league back started. Um, you know, we, we hear all the NBA players in their and their opinions, obviously they're going to be the ones who opinions matter the most because they're the ones that are going to have to play. Obviously we are on a different side because we're like, bro, we fans, We seen it I canceled in March, like as a Lakers fan, as a Lakers fan and, and LeBron's on the backside of his career. And still putting up the numbers that he's putting up, it's like, bro, this might be our best chance with a young Anthony Davis who's looking to prove something. I'm like, bro, let's get this thing started so we can have a, a, the the. I got a comment best, about Bron too. The best thing at trying to get a championship this year. So obviously, I'm on a different side of, it, but I see all angles and understand what it is. Kind of you. You have uh, uh, politely raised your hand. What do you have to say, my good sir?
0: Politely, I like that.
1: Um. <laughs> I wanted to get your get your
2: uh, your thought on the whole entire China thing because, like, my thought of the China thing, you know, the Chinese have been terrible to their people, and when old boy made a statement of going against the Chinese folks or whatever. you know everybody got mad because they lost money in in the trade which is cool you know you're mad because yeah. your money messed up but yeah. at the same time like he was speaking out for people that were being uh being wrong being wrong by their own government so i, I just think it was it know.
1: was something simple honestly i think it was like a retweet or a, something that he said it was just like we stand with you or look everybody has their personal preference jay yeah. you have your personal mm-hmm. preference connie you have your personal preference. When there is money involved, you have to suppress your personal preference, especially when guys like that. And I think, I think that, I think the response that Adam gave was that's his opinion. That's what he believes. And he was not pressed about getting back the the Chinese, because we, we we all understand that it's, it is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like his comments were right. But what, what Daryl Morey said in, this, in the organization that he's standing with against the mm-hmm. oppression of of the Chinese people from the Chinese government was like, all right, shoot. Well, I mean, he's not lying; like he's he's telling the truth. But when things are, um, when games are being played over there, when the, the Chinese government can ban NBA games from the TV like they did, those those things come into effect and affect the bottom line. Now, Adam has basically come out and said, "Look, we'll figure it out. We'll get the money back." Like I'm not tripping mm-hmm. on that. Daryl said what he said. And that's, that's going to be his opinion. I feel the mm-hmm. same way. We all stand with, with, with China. We all stand with those people who are being oppressed and the reason that they're, that they're protesting and, and doing whatever. Uh, we, we stand because wrong is wrong. right? And I think right. Daryl Morey was basically saying, you know, we stand with you because wrong is wrong. And, and the Chinese government didn't like that, which played out and had the backlash and everything else. Um, but they, they kind of took offense to it and was like, well, why are you going against us? It's like, man, if if Ron is about it wrong, is wrong. I don't know what else you want me to say to you about what that could potentially be. You know what I'm saying? Like so when Daryl Moore came out and uh, you know, made those comments, it hurt the relationship between the NBA and China. But I think I think the the, the treatment of their people should hurt the relationship more. Mm-hmm. That's that's just how I facts, feel
0: wow. Facts, facts, facts. What you think, Jay? The whole China thing? Yeah. I I didn't even honestly. I'm gonna give my honest with you. I didn't look much into it. I thought yeah. it was kind of silly the whole time. How something got put on Twitter and then all of a sudden it gets blown up into that uh, avenue. Yeah. Um, social I don't media, really have it. yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's powerful, man. I don't like the. If you, if you would ask me back then in October, what's my thoughts? I'm like, man, I don't really, I don't really, I didn't really look into it because right. it wasn't to that me. Part. It was, it was something silly. Like yeah. social media is powerful, but just. Don't, don't. Sometimes you ain't got to read into it like that. Yeah. Or just look, know what the person said and just let it go. But yeah, not everybody thinks like that.
1: Oh, for sure, man. Now, you did say you had a comment on, on Bron. Um, if yes. You remember
0: what that was. Go ahead. Yeah. So somebody was asking, I was reading an article. I forget what outlet it was. They were saying, why wasn't LeBron there in that meeting? Why wasn't he present? Well, I don't knock a player for not being there. I don't, I don't. I don't give them kudos for being there because you could be there and disagree. You could be. You could not be there and agree. It doesn't really yeah. matter. But I think. What, I think LeBron, after watching the last dance and how he knows how he's able to use his platform that he currently has Definitely. to make change, I think LeBron is saying, "Hey, I just watched Michael Jordan have a different mentality than even I've had most of my career and focus solely on basketball." And kill everybody. So he's actually, I think he's looking forward and saying, "I get what's going on in our country. Yeah. I can make a difference while playing basketball, secluded in Orlando or in LA at home with my family. It Doesn't matter." And I think Miles, y'all may be seeing the best LeBron at this season we've ever seen. He got three, what three, what two, three, four months off, resting his body, still working out, <coughs> getting more one-on-one time with his, with his boys to watch film and get the sure. chemistry going. Granted, it's going to be a little rusty because you, you can't simulate game speed and game action. Oh, sure. But yeah. LeBron James in Orlando, and well, I am hoping these players don't mess us up. They don't get and they get off their high horse and actually go down there and play. Some of you are going to go out there and make social change, so yeah. be it. I understand that. But all those players they're all 80 of them were not the ones that were, or I don't believe all of them are already out there trying to make change in their community. I could be completely wrong, but yeah. I don't think all 80 of them or whatever was there in that thing. We're already like, oh yeah, yeah, let's, let's go do this. I don't think Kyrie is one of those either. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that. But I think LeBron James in Orlando, we're going to see. I think uh, Miles. I think at uh, West uh, I think Nurkic lost weight. Um, I think some of those big men lost weight. Um, I've been totally
1: healthy. Yeah, hey, I've been. Hey, hey, I, I've been heard, who was lost
0: weight? that? Zion, Zion. I was about it. to say that. I heard Zion <laughs> lost weight. So, so I, I think we're going to see some <laughs> rust in those eight games. That play-in games going to be maybe <laughs> oh, a little okay. rusty. But, man, okay. I think LeBron James – this is coming from a guy that was not a big – I'm not a big LeBron James guy at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I have mentioned Welcome. part of it, not all of it, but part of it is from what he did to my mm-hmm. Pacers from, like, 2011 through I don't know when he left Cleveland. That makes sense. It hurts, don't it? It, it? it hurts. It hurts a lot. It hurts a lot. Not as bad as the, the Knicks, though, but it hurts. Right. It, hurts <laughs> it hurts a lot. It hurts a lot. But um, sure I, I am excited, literally excited to watch LeBron James play – we're still going to scrutinize him and put him under the same microscope that we've always sure. put him under. Sure. But I think he's—I think that that last dance gave him a focus that he hadn't had before. Yeah, and he's ready to show the world that, man, I'm still the best—the best player there is in basketball.
1: Facts. I'm with it. You know, as a Lakers fan, I'm—I'm I'm here for it. And look, bro, I know you ain't been a big Brown fan. I'm gonna send you a jersey. All right, God bless you. We'll put 23 on your chest, getting that Funny purple thing and is, yellow. Miles. And you can wear. It. I mean, you can wear it for the playoffs once you, once the Pacers get eliminated. I'll let you vote for them. Um, Funny
0: thing is, I have two LeBron James jerseys in my closet. One is from when he was with the Cavs yeah. back in like when I was in high school. Yeah. I actually had a jersey. I was actually a fan back then until like later on his Cavs Cavs career. And then I, my brother had a St. Vincent St. Mary LeBron James high school jersey. The screen print boy. And I took that from his closet, and it's in mine today. So I'd have two mm. LeBron James jerseys. That's clean. The heat the Heat stuff, nah, I don't want it. Lakers, nah, I don't want it. But you I do have it. two of them. I ain't going to get rid of them. Because one the day, Lakers. I may sell them
1: bad boys and make some money. Look, the Miami Heat thing, I get it. He beat y'all up. It's it's, it's a reminder of the scars. But the Laker jersey, purple and gold, it's royalty, brother. You, you I mean, that's just...
0: That's I got, got one got Laker jersey in my closet, bro. That's KB8, Kobe Bryant. I'm not adding another Laker there at all. If Paul, if Paul George goes to the Clippers and the Lakers, I'm on it. But
1: until then, just one Lakers jersey in my closet. He can stay on the Clippers. He chose what he was supposed to choose. Whatever. I ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> he, was one of my, he was one of my favorites until he did that mess, man. You know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, PG. You know, whatever. I mm-hmm. mm-hmm. hope y'all win. Hey, if I got a question a for years. everybody on the
2: <laughs> Oh, I got a question for everybody. What up? All right, I was wondering Oh boy <laughs> Yeah what I wonder Y'all, y'all already know, I, know for real though. <laughs> I was wondering All of them come back LeBron James literally plays his best basketball Because he's in Florida Because he did play his best basketball in Florida I was wondering if LeBron James Comes back and played his best basketball is it due to is it due to the last dance or is it due to just him being rested?
0: A com- I'll go first, Miles. I will say Bay- Bay kind of goes with what I just said. A combination of the two, um, a combination of the rest. He's been able to take care of his body, and obviously, you can go back like to the last season because he didn't make the playoffs, so he's had more rest. Hey, chill out, 2020 man. and 2019, and up. so I know it's sore for you, but I don't care. Um, so he's had more <laughs> rest, 2019 and this 2020, and he's had most of his career. Then also the last dance. How we got? How he got to sit down and focus on Mike and see Mike's mentality and like, hey man, I'm going to go to win. I am going to push you to be better than what you think you, you can be. And I think LeBron James, he's still going to be the same type of teammate, but maybe push people a little bit more. And then also, he's 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 ready. Seventeen years seventeen years in the NBA, thirty five years old. I think he's healthier, rested. A combination of the two. Go ahead, Miles. I'm waiting for. It. I see your face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the king is the king. Uh, yeah, I, oh, here you go. I, I don't know what you. I don't know what else you want from what he does. I think it'll obviously be a combination of both. I don't think that this, the last dance was. Oh, I saw the way Mike played, and I'm gonna go on the court and have an attitude that'll change. That's cool. He probably saw it, picked up some pieces. Mike is the goat. That's 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 a given. He picked up some 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 things he can take onto the court and some tips. I think when he comes back, he is thirty five, seven years and seventeen years in the, in the NBA, leading the league in, in assists and the number one uh, record in the West, the uh, number two in the NBA. He's this season. His mindset is different. He understands this is a window. He understands this right now is a window. And if Kawhi and PG get their stuff together and chemistry and all that, some size and they get it, they're going to be a, a hard team to beat if you don't beat them right now. So I think, I think a lot of it plays into it. I think the rest is obviously going to be a big thing for him because he spends over a million dollars a year on his body. That's, I mean, so this, this time that he gets to rest, we saw what happened when he got rest and not made the playoffs last year. Look, look what the Lakers are now Uh, ended up, you know, making, making the trade for Anthony Davis and sending uh, the kiddos away. But, these dudes were, were great and the and the Pelicans are reaping the benefits of it. I imagine you
0: called them the kiddos, man. Come on, <laughs> the boys got them boys got names. Second man. and
1: third second and third year guys, it's that's no disrespect. They were just <laughs> they were younger players, and Braun's not true. used to playing with younger players. He, he's mostly yeah. playing with seasoned people, people who mm. know their roles, will come out and be like, all right, I'm a three and D guy. All right, well, I'm here mm. to get rebounds. All right, I'm here to get mm. blocks. Those and, and those kids were still Okay. Lonzo. Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, all these guys were learning their roles. The names their moms gave them, Miles, not kiddos. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> and, this, and I don't want to get it twisted. I'm a big fan of Lonzo. The way that he plays, yeah. the way that he, the way that he plays basketball. Josh Hart definitely defensive at heart and heart in the way that he does it. Brandon Ingram, I think, is just a player who didn't know how to play next to LeBron and needs the ball in his hands. Hence, what he did this season and what he's doing this season. He needs the ball in his hands. He's not really the off-ball player. That LeBron is used to playing next to Chris Bosh. He played. He knew his role. And Dwyane Wade, he he knew his role, he knew what they could do together. I think Brandon Ingram was just in that 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 space of trying to figure out how do I play next to this 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 guy in LeBron James. Um, I think he he struggled a little bit last year because of that. And now that he's in a different system and one of the focal points of the offense. I mean, he's he's doing great. Um, the the whole thing with Zion losing weight and all that good stuff, yeah, whatever you know, trash, you not like emoji, trash you emoji, can't like whatever. him. Trash can't like I'm a big fan of, of Zion. I, I just okay. This, I'm, I'm gonna tell you exactly what I, what's gonna happen. The Grizzlies are in eighth place, right? We're talking about the Blazers, the Pelicans, uh, the Sun Spurs, and I think I forget the the, the Kings. The, who the Kings. the Kings? Yes, the Kings. Now if if Zion propels the Pelicans into the ace spot, right? They're going to play the Lakers in the first round. I am not ready for all of these uh, these uh, headlines of the young the young king versus the old king and Zion versus LeBron. First off, how do you put Zion in the same sentence as LeBron James? I just don't understand. They, they, did, they did that well, this year, the, the two sure times I'm they sure that. play. And I feel like <laughs> if they go 1-8, and eight, uh, if they go get into the A.C. and they play us in the first round, that's all it's going to be about. Is Zion, is Zion ready to, to take? I guarantee you there will be a headline that says, is, is is Bron ready to pass the torch? Is Zion the next LeBron? I'm not ready for it because it's too early in this man's career. He's only played half a season, and he's True. going to be amazing. But right now, LeBron's going to get in there and he's going to be like Zion. Look, I get it, bro. You're coming, but not now. And I think it'll be the same conversation that Tim Duncan had with LeBron James in 2007 when they went to the finals. Mm-hmm. It was like, "Hey, bro, you keep I, I remember the conversation they had. They were they were in the back of the arena. They had just won and uh the championship and he was like he was like, "Look, man, what you're doing? Keep doing it with those guys the way you keep them accountable, the way you lead them." Keep keep pushing it out. You're gonna be like a staple in this league. You're gonna be an all star. You're gonna be one of the best players in the coming years. But I had to take this one, and they just both laugh about it. Like I think that's what's gonna be. Zion, look, you're absolutely amazing. You're going to be great at what you do. But this is still my league right now, and you can have it in a couple of years. I'm just I'm not ready for all of the headlines that are gonna come if the Pelicans make it. Uh, I, I honestly think whatever team makes it, we beat them in the first round in five or six games. But I'm really just I'm like, all right, whatever. We'll see what happens. But I know the headlines, what the headlines are going to be if Zion makes Zion and the Pelicans make the A spot. It's going to be the tie-in to the old Lakers against the new. I, I'm, I'm not ready for it. I don't care for it. That's just me.
2: Well, I had sent you a little something. That's how you put Zion and LeBron in the
0: same sentence together. You know
1: what? I'm not even going to do
0: a Westside. Yeah, that's true. Uh, with the Zion thing. I think Zion, if this were the 80s or early 90s, he'd be looked at way different as far as the next big thing sure. than he is now due to the way that basketball is being played. And I'm with mm-hmm. Miles; like, I like Zion. I didn't like him at Duke. Um, I thought he was overhyped because yeah. I, all we saw was dunks. Yeah, and he wasn't playing guys like yeah, he was though. playing. He was missed free throws and dunks, and he was playing guys that weren't going to play any D1 ball. So I'm like, yes, he's athletic. Yes, he can jump out of the gym. But what else can he do? Are you, and ta- we are get you talking to...
1: about those five seven white kids he was playing against? I wasn't going to say school? the
0: race of a man. <laughs> I was trying to leave
1: that five, out. Every highlight you saw in high school, he was he was dunking. It was five on, seven, like white thin, kid. slender. Five. And this fool down there combing his beard. <laughs> six foot, you know, white kids who he is just overpowering, jumping over. Yes. I remember watching the highlight. Where parents were like. Really? Like, why are we even out here? And even even the black kids face, there was nobody six, no. two eighty. Like, ooh, nobody's going against this. We ain't guy. seen nobody six five, six six,
0: and I can't go to a high school no. man without without yeah. seeing three, four, five cats, six yeah. five, six six. So yeah. I, I don't like. know what they eat to get so tall. But no, <laughs> but I think I think the Zion thing, man. If he went to Duke, cool, okay. Yeah. But it's it's just the area era that he's playing in, sure. and and the media's going to search for the next big thing. Instead of, instead of just having it fall right into their lap Kobe yeah. Bryant came in in 96 Yes he was great in high school great year. But did anybody think Kobe Bryant was going to be this No He fell right into their lap yeah. Tim Duncan great at Wake Forest But I don't think anybody expected him to be Yes I don't think anybody expected <laughs> Tim Duncan to be what he was Mr. Bengtshot even though he made the all-star team, it's rookie season. Yeah, so I think with Zion, the media is reaching instead yeah, of just sure. letting it fall right into their lap. And, man, because trust me, if that happens, man, I'm going to have some words about the media, the mainstream media. I know we're, Some people say technically we are the media. Okay, cool, whatever. We got talk. We got to show out there. Yeah. But I got the mainstream media trying to reach for those headlines. I will have a lot to say about them. Cause Zion, he ain't even played a full season yet. We don't know what
1: he's gonna be. Just let the let the man play. Let him play. I'm with the same thing, man. Look, we have definitely appreciated the commentary that we've had today on Harden the paint, uh, man. We we this this is what we do. We get to talk about the NBA. We get to talk about social change. We get to talk about systemic racism. I think this is one of those shows where you're gonna get the real. Where if, if it if it ties into the NBA, whatever the players are saying, whatever they're trying to stand up for. Harden the Paint. The truth is going to be talked about and that's what we do here. Um, it's going to make people, some people uncomfortable but our truths are our truths and that's what we get to share here on Harden the Paint. Connie and Jay, we appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys. Look, this is another episode of Harden the Paint where NBA News gets physical like the paint. Like we said, you want to body them like Shaq or finesse them like Hakeem the Dream? You're going to get the hard truth. Look, man, we appreciate y'all. Keep checking us out. I am Miles Austin. Jay Stevens Podcast. Check him out. Connie is on everything. He doesn't like to tell nobody, but he is a producer. (laughs) He kind of kills it. All social media, just go out there and look for him. Connie Westside, Conrad, you'll find him, promise. Man, look, we appreciate y'all. Keep supporting us. Keep pushing it out. We're going to get as much content to you as we can. And we are thoroughly excited for July 30th. I prayerfully, prayerfully, uh, this thing is going to go through. We're going to continue to play. It's been voted on. It's been um, put through. And I hope that even all the concerns are voiced. Keep voicing those concerns on what they're going to be. Uh, we appreciate hearing, with, especially from the NBA players, because it's their perspective, their bodies, and, and their travel, and their families, everything's being put on the line to go down to this Orlando thing. So we support you guys. We are with it. At the end of it, we just want to see basketball. <laughs> so, man, you guys be blessed. It's hard in the paint. Check us out, man. Peace. O's in the L.
0: Yo, what's good? It's your boy, CJ King. Look, and I'm rocking with the homie, Rick there I'm going to need y'all to keep it locked right here on MTMB Sports.